0: Cool Blimey you've made the right choice today. Clicking that play button has just dropped you into the world FT Low. Basically, that means if you like a bit of banter, mixed with some facts and opinions resulting into debate, then you my friend have found yourself a podcast for life. So welcome, enjoy, get involved in the socials and spread the word that you're now part of the FT Lull family. West night tonight, we've got a cracker for you lot. Not one, not two, not three, but four of us here. Jack, Alex, hello. Hello. Hello, Alex. Hello. Hello. And welcome back. Tom, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm good, thanks. I thought you just left me off the list there on purpose. I was gonna say, how dare you? Yeah, (laughs) I'm good, thanks you.
0: Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. How's football been for you? Uh, it was
1: good. Um, we went to have a cup final, but obviously got delayed again. So now I've got to wait till the end of this season. So I might end up playing this year's cup final before last year's cup final.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, at least you're
1: in the final, It is. It is. It's just four weeks of no football are going to be killer
2: for me. Try That's
0: almost a year. Killer. Try almost a year. Alex yes, Declan mate. Rice. Declan Rice seems like it's coming to Chelsea.
2: Nah, no, I, don't, I don't know where you're hearing
0: that. seen stuff all out online.
2: He's, he's nah, it means nothing, you. mate. Oh, Arsenal are losing, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. Mulder. just scored. Yeah, it was actually quite a good goal.
0: Live reaction, people. Good Jack, what do you think? <laughs> uh,
3: we're we're throwing Lossal the game words. on purpose.
0: Lost of words. If only you had a Dutch wizard that used to eh? have. Well, funny you
3: mentioned that. I mean, I like a lot of Dutch things.
0: Tulips.
3: Yeah. Clogs. <laughs> Vincent van Gogh. Yes. Of course. Nothing beats a Dutch footballer. Everyone loves a Dutch footballer, don't they? And for that reason, we're going to be listing our top ten Dutch footballers.
0: <laughs> it. Right, so Jack... Just explain to the people, because obviously we've got four people on tonight. How are we going to be doing it?
3: Yeah, so we're going to be doing it a little bit different today. Um, so we're welcoming Tom back, so we've got we've got a bit more to get through. So everyone's going to say they're 10 to 1, and then we're just going to debate it out at the end and come up with our final list like we normally do. But yeah, we'll, we'll do it 10, 10 at a go instead of uh, one at a time. So, I suppose before we get into the list, Jordan, did you have any honourable mentions?
0: Yes, I did. And you look are going to proper gun me down for this one, I think. So, my first one is Wesley Schneider. I thought he was a bloody excellent footballer. So elegant, so good on the ball. It was obviously an Inter Milan team that won the Champions League with Jose, the treble. Van Persie, he was decent at Man United.
1: Really? Van Persie <laughs> on honourable mentions? Yes, he's on
0: mine
3: as well. And lolly, so is Schneider, it's like we've been copying Knights, but uh, <laughs> did you know Schneider's got the most caps uh, for the Dutch national team out of anyone? Has he,
0: oh, yeah,
1: more than, more than any of the keepers or anything? Yeah, bloody wow. well, he did go on till he was quite old, though, to be fair. And I think he started off quite young as well, didn't he? He
3: started off, I think he was one of the youngest, yeah, when he so, had hair, yeah, had, that's how long ago yeah. it was.
0: Uh, couple more, Yep, And Huntelaar was the other one. I have realised I've uh, forgotten one player. So I know one of you are going to mention him. So I'm not going to mention him. But when you do mention him, he should have been in my top 10. I've put someone at number 10 for variety. Okay, boys. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I've got the same as you, really. But I've also put uh, Patrick Clivert on there. I think even to this day, he's the youngest goal scorer in a European Cup final and he was he was class when he was with, with Rivaldo at Barca but it, it was just so hard that he couldn't make my list there was just so many good players
2: OK yeah I've, I've got a couple of honourable mentions um, they're probably going to be in your top 10 though um, I've gone for like like the likes of Seydorf Hullet Niskins they haven't made my top 10 oh my god Hullet yeah, I know. I mean, it just, this is on like personal preference. I mean, from what I've seen on Dutch players, uh, like, like you it. say, this so many that I think anyone's top 10 is going to be different, isn't it? Be
0: interesting to find Gosh. out the, the final list. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've got to say some names here which are going to completely throw you off. I've got Van Dyke, is not in my top 10. He just,
2: no, I think he's not mine.
1: No, really? he's, he's, uh, I think he's. Like he's had two really good seasons where he's won and he's done blinding at Liverpool, but he's now injured. And before that, he was at Southampton doing well and Celtic doing well, but not enough to be in the top ten. When you look at some other names,
0: Danny Drinkwater won a Premier League. I mean, come on, that's what they they overhyped the guy so much.
1: You also got David's, who is not in my top ten. Overmars is not in my top ten. Schneider, uh, Philip Koku, Van Bronckhorst. Frank de birds not in my top ten. Hullet's not in my top ten. Neither is Stam or
3: Huntelaar.
1: What <sighs> no? What? Mm. There's some other names on there which I think when you you see them sort of going, you know, fair enough. This is not, <laughs> this, this is not nice, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. no, isn't yeah. well, I think the problem is I was I wasn't old enough to uh, really appreciate. Him, you say that, me. But I bet, and then got, I'll bet you're number one, uh, will be <laughs> oh, Yeah, but yeah, but you, you've got them, which are obviously legends, if you know what I mean. So I mean, it's easier to pop them in,
0: okay? Okay, okay. Look, instead of going into it now, why don't we all just give our 10 to one, right? Starting with yeah. you, Alex.
2: Yeah, cool. Um, so number 10, I've gone for Edwin Van der number nine, I've gone for Edgar Davids, number eight, I've gone for Servas Vilks. I'll curveball that one. Number seven, I've gone for Iron Robin. Number six, Ronald Koeman. Number five, Van Persie. Number four, Wesley Schneider. Three, Marco Van Basten. Two, Dennis Burkamp. And number one, Johan Cruyff. Nice.
1: Tom? My top ten, I've got ten, I've got Koeman. Nine, I've got Van Nistelrooy. Eight, I've got Seidorf. Seven, Patrick Kluivert. Six, Van Persie. Five Iron Robin, four Van Basten, three Van der Sar, two Dennis Bergkamp, one
0: Cruyff. Okay, uh, my number ten is Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Oh, I knew you would put him in. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is so many. Uh, there's
1: a couple of Chelsea players which I would accept in that list. I'd even accept Hullet in that list. But
0: he's coming. He's coming Hasselbein. up. Oh my god, he's coming up. Number nine, Arjun Robin. Num- <sighs> number eight. Van der Sar, Number seven, Rijkaard. Number six, Koeman. Number five, Burkamp, Number four, Niskins, Number three, Rude Number two, Van Basten. And number one, Johan Cruyff. Jack.
3: I've gone ten, Clarence Adorf Nine, Edwin van der Sar, Eight, Ronald Koeman. Seven, Frank Rijkaard. Six, Johan Niskins, Five, Ian Robin, Four, Dennis Burkamp. Three Ruud Hillet, two Marco van Basten, and one Johan Cruyff. So, should we tick off Cruyff as number one as an easy starter?
0: Yeah, as hey. oh,
3: well. Yeah.
0: Jack, give him a lowdown on Cruyff, mate.
3: Well, I think we all know, don't we? How how good Cruyff was and what an icon he was to the game. I mean, he's total football.
0: Yeah, brilliant
3: on both feet. Cruyff turn. Well known for invented that Cruyff turn and.
2: Yeah, I mean, revolutionized, uh, Barcelona as well, didn't
3: he? Yeah, yeah, even as a manager. He was a top, top manager as well. Um, and he won the, the Champions League, didn't he, as a manager? Didn't um, they set up La Masia
1: as well after his image as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah awesome. it, also ex- it also explains as well why you see a lot of Dutch footballers when they go over to the Liga, they are, tend to be more successful at Barcelona than when they are around Madrid. When you look at Van der Vaart, Robin Schneider, they seem to have done all right. And this story as well, done all right around Madrid, but didn't really kick on. Whereas when they're at Barcelona, you've got the likes of Coman, uh, Reichardt was there. Cruyff obviously went there and played there and done well. Some other players. Then it seems to be a bit more uh, for them, if you know what I mean, going to Barcelona than it is Real Madrid. Which I think is definitely the Cruyff effect.
2: I think it's the philosophy in general. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I went on holiday and um, I was playing football against these like Dutch players. They were the same age as us, and they were they were literally the best technical players like I've ever seen. And they were telling me mm. that they they literally like the worst in their school. And you just think to yourself like, fucking hell, Like our technical must you lot be? And you, you can see it in like the players that they produce. Yeah, so
0: true. He so was just true. he was just a classy player, wasn't he? Everything he mm. done. And that ball stuck to his feet. I think he set the set the bar in terms of how football should be played and managed. And you can see mm. that in Barcelona they, they love him off. And the likes of Pep Guardiola definitely would have looked at someone like him. And the way he looked at the game and analysed it probably. This total football thing came from, you know, Johan. And I think he's really had a massive impact everyone talks about the pep impact about how he got you know come to the prem all that shit but croif had an impact on football in general
1: croif did have a monumental effect on barcelona
3: yeah so where should we go from here do you want to do you want to sort of go back off the, the bottom or, or start okay yeah
1: and clearly are on Cruyff number one let's Wait, talk what? about the elephant in the room i want to talk about number 10.
0: why jimmy floyd hasselbank jordan okay <laughs> why jimmy floyd hasselbank one for a bit of variety on this podcast. Although I wasn't <laughs> expecting some of your names to be on your top ten. To be fair, um, excluding Hullet, for fuck's sake, um, he was just a he was just a uni up top. Listen, I, this is I know he ain't going to get into the top ten, but he was a uni at top. He played for the rights of Leeds, Athletic, Madrid, Chelsea. You know, he went on to Middlesbrough and shot, and those two fantastic clubs. Um, one of the most powerful strikers I think you'll ever see, though. And in terms of strength. And his ability to shoot, and the guy can um, finish with his head. I think he was not he? Ball, ball,
3: he? Like,
0: yeah, he was a oh, solid.
3: He ball. could hit it like anyone, couldn't he? I yeah. think there was a goal that was doing the rounds the other day on Twitter. I think it was against United, maybe Chelsea. Yeah, absolutely thumped. Yeah, for Chelsea. Yeah. yeah, he absolutely thumped it, broke the so net. He's
2: a ball ball like Eighty miles an hour or something. That was clocks,
0: Yeah, he just he just bulleted him in every shot that he took. I'd shit myself if I was a keeper. Yeah, obviously. Look, I'm being realistic, guys. He ain't going to be not ten, even in the top fifteen. I wanted to put him in, <laughs> right and he's a Chelsea player. I'll let you off. So I let you off. You can tick him off the list. I want to know why you lot haven't got it on. That's yeah. ridiculous.
2: Well, he's a, he's, he's, he's a Chelsea lad? I, mean, I I don't know. I just, I mean, him, Rikard Sadov, David. They remind me the same people. I put Davids in purely and simply because of the goggles. <laughs> half I half mean blind. that is something
1: that really wanted me to put him in I my list
2: of, if you can play professional football while being half blind it I think you're better than most of them <laughs> <laughs> I mean the thing the thing with Hullet is like he could he could play
0: he was elite
2: in that 88
3: team that the one that won the year he, he was playing like just behind Van Basten wasn't he but he could play centre mid he could play
2: really just...
3: in defence if, if you wanted him to he was just physically an absolute monster he didn't have the goggles like David said. You know? <laughs> That's a fair point, but he had he had the dreads. And uh, the moustache.
2: David. Yeah. Plus, uh, he I played mean... for Barnet well. You gotta take that into account, you know.
0: I think he failed at Barnet David's though. <laughs> he was don't... successful in red
1: cards. He was definitely successful in red cards.
0: He played at Palace. That was a weird That weird was
1: point. so weird. I mean it was a weird time for Palace when we were just getting the most random of players, like added Kevin Phillips, oh, Edgar Sabbath Davids,
0: basketball. Steve Allderson. How do we? Look, I'm not having that. I'm not having. Hullet is my in my top three.
3: Yeah, Hullet's third for me. He, as well.
0: he he was a fantastic player, man. I mean, he um, won the Ballon d'Or. Uh, and well, the, above like, and Van Basten, like I mean, I
2: won't put him in a top three if you're gonna have him in the top. three. I wouldn't put
0: above Van Basten or Cruyff, but.
3: Well, just... you mentioned Van Basten. Can you? Where did you guys have have Van Basten? Had,
1: I had Van Basten at number four. Is that because, because his career got ended early in injury? Possibly, yeah. But he was—he was—he would have scored more goals. He was scoring loads of goals in Milan, which is was at the time a very defense orientated league, and he was still managing to create and score them. He had that one of the cult goals as well, ways. Pretty much on the goal line, the volleys still managed to loop over the keeper and go in. He was a technical masterclass in goal scoring. So for me he deserves to be on number four. I know that he went to up. Milan at the same time as right guard and Hullett, but Van Basten always seems name seems to pop up more than Hullitz and right guard. So I felt Van Basten deserves to be on it more.
3: Yeah, I agree. I have got Van Basten higher. I've got him at I've got him at two. I just think same. Yeah.
1: It's, there's a lot of love for Burkamp on this um yeah. yeah as well i think the thing with um is he's dragged a whole league and a whole nation into the 21st century on his own because when he came to arsenal he sort of set the precedent for how it should be like the way he eats the way he trains the mentality the technique for a start and then arsenal followed it and then people stopped Started copying Arsenal. So, look, you're, you're looking at a change of culture. Burkamp tried a whole nation through there. Was that a Wenger? So well, no, he's brought Burkamp in true? and Burkamp sort of helped it, didn't he? So, it's, it's pretty much between Wenger and Burkamp. What, what you're saying about the Dutch team, I suppose, What, like, yeah, I, I do agree.
3: The Dutch team is pretty poor when Burkamp was sort of in, in the, the late 90s. I mean, the 98 World Cup. Late the 90s, they were
1: favourite. They
3: were then after, to yeah, yeah, but after that, they when you're saying about him dragging people through, or whatever. I mean, yeah, he was the best player, but they didn't win anything. Van Basten won the Euros, and he won. He was in a better, t- a better tide in Milan, but he won ch- uh, three Champions Leagues, and uh, yeah, he wasn't around
1: for that long. He was. But he was know, in a great Milan side, eight. though. To be fair, Bergkamp yeah. didn't because he had the mental health issues with flying the plane, which also then meant he retired internationally quite early as well oh, compared to what he could have.
0: Van Basten, he's definitely better than Burkham. I mean, the goal ratio here, he's got 218 goals and 280 appearances. And I yeah, personally...
1: Burkham plays 10. Sorry? Burkham plays 10. He was always a support striker. He was yeah, never an out-and-out oh, goal scorer. Van yeah. Basten was a... So we can't look at that.
0: No, 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 I'm just saying the, the the stats there for his position. Look, or whatnot, has Burkamp to... ever
3: been the best player in the world?
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, I think yeah. underrated. He wasn't even the best I player in his played.
3: team. Not underrated, but the best. Was he ever the best player in the world?
2: He wasn't the best player I in the team. Literally, I think yeah, in that I game against Nice, that, <laughs> that game, would you
1: say, <laughs> would, you say Van, would you say Van Basten's better than Henry though? Uh, that's basically what you're comparing it to because Burkamp was it the same team as Henri? Now, Henri, I think you could argue was better than Van Basten. So therefore, you know Van what? Basten I, would be better. I, I definitely
3: don't know if he was. To be honest, I'm not sure I would. I don't think I would put Henri above Van Basten.
0: No, Van Basten's better.
3: Like Van Basten won. He won. <laughs> he actually broke through with Holland, who is who are serial bottlers in the final, and he just there. If you're the best player, regardless of if he was on a great team, the fact that he was the best player on a great team that that shouldn't take anything away from him. No, Re- I don't think.
0: Van Bastin, yeah, he's similar to Ronaldo. Not, I'm not in terms of his style of play, but his career ended quite early, 28, because of injuries. Mm. Right? Uh, uh. This mm-hmm. guy could score with his head all the time, he could use volleys, whatever you want from a striker. He, I, I personally think, he. Is one of the first players to be like a modern striker if that makes sense. So, your own reason, etc., kind of is a, a a duplicate of some some of the uh, attributes that Van Basten has. The other ones were not as you know. The other strikers back in the day didn't have certain attributes that mm-hmm. Van Basten had. Van Basten had the ability. He was quite agile as well. He's just I don't know. He was just a a, a modern day striker in a in a time where things were getting modern but he was I think hes far ahead of his time
1: I'm willing to concede Van Basten at second then
3: so yeah. should we put should we put Bergkamp at third I am happy
1: with that because okay. Hullet's not on Alex's yeah, list Hulet's, and Hulit's not only even on two of five. your
3: list which I think is, is that's mental. nuts though not... that is that is mental because no, like,
2: you, some you don't of the know players what... that
3: you've got above him like the likes of Van Persie and 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 stuff like that. Also, Van Persie's Holland's
0: top goal scorer.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You know, and you've got Wesley Snyder, you've got to put him in if he's a nice captain player, you know.
0: But we're talking about the best Dutch players of all time. And you yeah. can't
2: I mean, talk to me about goal scoring
1: that. for Van Passen and then not have Van Persie, can you? You well, can you
3: well, yeah, Van Persie yeah, mean,
0: was a fair player.
1: Say again.
3: But the, re- yeah. the Van yeah. Persie didn't have an amazing record, like amazing goal scoring record for Holland. He just he played a lot of games. That's
1: why he got more goals than Cliver, But he was also playing in a pretty poor Dutch side compared to Van Basten, I think. He was, but if, two I, of your players, if you look uh, at Van uh, Persie's goals that he scored against,
0: a lot them of them could have been... Yeah. I mean, two of your players that you're, you've you got in your list, <laughs> Robin and Schneider, was, I mean, your top 10. They can't be a poor team.
1: Yeah, but that's two. And then, what about the rest? Because I can't name any of them. You had Heitinger at the back, who was an Everton player. And... Vlar, or something like that, who Robin. was like a West Brom defender. Robin? Yeah, you had Robin Van and Van Persie, and then you had, what was it, Vla or Heitinger at the back. That's not going to win you anything.
2: Well, so he came on, he had Huntelaar as well.
1: Huntelaar, yeah. Nigel de Jong, I wouldn't exactly say he was a great player. but He,
2: he did doesn't... do that kick on Alonso, though.
1: Yeah, he did actually <laughs> kick Alonso's heart into like a different pitch, but
0: as a player... Regardless of that, though, I I just think I don't know we 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 we've we've done the Van Basten thing. I just don't understand. Yeah. For me, Hullet, I know you've all agreed. Dennis Burkamp should be third. I yeah. really think Hullet should be there. But yeah, I've,
3: I've got Hullet a third as well. But okay. I mean, they, these guys don't even have Hullet on the list for some reason. Like, I I yeah, I don't know how how you can come to the conclusion other than the fact that. If you remember him more from his Chelsea days when he was a bit past it, although he still yeah. he still made the
0: team of the He's, year, didn't he? Couple yeah, of time. he made the team of the year and he won he he won trophies there. I mean, people talk about Chelsea not having a history, we had Rude Hood, by the way. Um but him playing for Milan <laughs>
1: Hang on, sorry. I've just clocked what you just said there. Chelsea <laughs> not having history, but you had Rude Hood. That's like me saying Palace uh, people say about Palace not having history, we had Attila Lombardo, who was yeah, the Italian not-
0: special no, so
1: it's no, literally no. like that.
0: No, anyway,
1: <laughs> There's levels. There's levels though.
0: <laughs> Hullet is a fucking... Well,
1: Lombardo, like a winner as well for international level. When Italy won like Euros or something. I don't know. But anyway...
3: <laughs>
0: Hullet. Hullet himself. What I will say about Hullet, yeah? It's similar. I think Jack alluded to it earlier on. Whatever position you put this guy in, he'd be the best in that position. So you can literally I put centre-back in, in centre-defensive mid, center attacking mid up front and he'd be the best in that position on the team
1: I will concede him to go at fifth fuck me Fifth?
0: got he's
1: going to
2: top ten I mean I'll I'll put him lower than that I mean I mean I I mean if you feel that passion we can put him in the top five but it wouldn't be my top five yeah I'll concede Uh, him for top five okay
3: who who, Tom are you you having Van Persie as four you want him as four then do you
1: I didn't Hmm. say that I said I had Van Dasar at three Oh, okay, now because of the sheer amount he won at United, and he was part of the right. Dutch goalkeeping setup when the oh, Dutch team wasn't great. And Look, I've got still... a lot.
0: I've
3: got a lot of love for Van der Sar. I've said before that I think I prefer him to Schmeichel. Like I think he's the second best goalie in the Premier yeah. League history,
2: um, yeah.
3: but. Check. I'll go. i go, I've got form for this though. I've got form for not not having goalkeepers that yeah, I mean, high.
2: I, I've got Van der Sar at ten. I mean, I mean, yeah, who, who, to competition to be. I don't really know much. many Dutch keepers apart from Van der Sar, that who's in his bracket.
0: Things of Van der Sar, right? He didn't have competition, right, Alex? He got pushed out of Juve, Juve. didn't he? Yeah, because of Buffon. He did his spell at Fulham. And quite late on, wasn't it? When he went to United. Yeah,
1: he
3: was in his this he, he also won sorry. the Champions League though no, no, yeah, Ajax. Ajax. Ajax, yeah, yeah, great, great,
0: great yeah. goalkeeper. Yeah. So I would say, obviously he should be in the top 10. I wouldn't be happy if he was anywhere near top four. Yeah. Look, Seven. Top five. I mean, Alex, you've got him 10, I've got him I, eight. I think,
3: yeah, I think before we decide his position, like, let's decide this four and five then. Because, yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, like, I think Jordan's going to say this. We've already said it about Hulley. Like, uh, I just think he was just an absolute beast. He he won everywhere he went. And despite him not really playing as a striker, uh, a lot of the time he played in behind, he's got a great, great scoring record.
1: So you want uh, so his number four? in 88. I'd have him at four.
3: I'd have him at four. I mean, I think there's Has two been. of us that have got him at three. Yeah. I think... and. I think that is a a good argument to sort of have him in the top
1: five. Um I concede him to go at fifth. No,
0: nah, four four at worst. And I'm sticking by. We've got to stay strong on this one, Jack.
1: <laughs> I'll accept it.
0: Well, it's we going go. four? Well it's going four. Yeah. Yeah. Reluctantly. Okay, so we've got to think of our number five now. So Tom, what do you have at five?
1: Iron Robin, because of the sheer amount he won at Bayern Munich.
2: Um, um, I had him at five as well. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I had Van Persie at five.
0: I had Burt at five. Robin was at nine for me. Um, yeah,
2: Robin was seven for me. I wouldn't have him that high up. I mean, he only had one foot. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, he, used he was, that in, foot so
3: effectively, he was in
2: your top five
3: left
1: footers of all time.
2: Well, that's what I'm saying, he, because he was that left footed. That's what <laughs> Like, how <laughs>
1: dangerous was he like you knew what he was going to do but yet he's still done it yeah but he
2: did he did like a dive though didn't he he did yeah, like a dive. He, so did Van Persie the thing with the it
1: thing
2: with,
3: nice with Robin. Robin right I feel like Robin and Van Persie both had similar injury history but when you actually look at their honours look how much more Robin won yeah mm. than Van Persie
2: well, like, Van Persie played Arsenal, didn't he
3: hey. <laughs> yeah yeah like, tell that's, you that's his fault that's his fault he should have left and maybe he'd be higher up on the list I don't know I'll uh, but he I'll
0: didn't i like, tell you what though like obviously Robin played for Chelsea when he joined I wasn't expecting much similar to what Hazard was it, it was he completely different he's he just world class you knew he had a world class player and obviously he left to go to Madrid he didn't really work out for him did it at Madrid
3: I but, think yeah Robin is in the last what 10, 10 to fifteen years. Yeah, you can actually make an argument that Robin's in the top seven or eight players in the last. Yeah, in so for, I don't think you can say that for the likes of Van Basten, David Sado, people like that. In terms of where they are in their era, yeah. So yeah, I think Robin at five, based off of that, really. I mean, he. The big one was the yeah, Champions League, League win. Really. Yeah. I think if he hadn't won the Champions League, especially after what he did, because I used to think Robin was a bottler as well, because he bottled the World Cup final. He missed a couple of one on ones. Um, but he was he was great in that 2010 World Cup. And then 2012,
0: he missed, he penalty. 2012,
3: he missed
1: the penalty, didn't he? But then yeah. he, he did score the
0: winner I'm the next grateful. year.
1: That's still just like one penalty, though, compared to a a load of performances which he, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, Jack was just saying why he thinks he's a bottle. I think for me, he's not like your typical winger as well. I mean, he's obviously playing on the right side, cutting in with his left foot, and like Alex said, he's just one footed. A lot of these wingers now are similar to like Ronaldo, rather it's just speed and choppy, 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 or whatever, or (laughs) (laughs) you know what I mean mean by that, like you know,
3: yeah,
0: etc. And then Robin. Uh, he's direct, he was isn't
1: like, he? Yeah, he's so direct.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose he's just different, and I think that's what made him stand out for me. He's just a yeah. uh, one of the best wingers that has recent in, in our lifetime, I think. Uh, I'd, I'd put Schneider at fifth. I,
2: I would put Schneider above Robin.
1: I just didn't feel Schneider won enough to yeah. deserve that higher. I, did, to be on
3: I just
2: feel like Schneider was, um, didn't that later on in his career, yeah, was
3: a baller that. I love him, but he just... And people do throw this back at Schneider a lot, but yeah, he was, he was really only a superstar when he was at Inter Milan. And that mm. was only for like three years, whereas Robin was basically a superstar for about eight, nine years.
2: Well, I, think mm. it, yeah, I think it fell kindly. You know, when it, they were both at Real Madrid at the same time, weren't they? And I think Robin ended up going to Bayern Munich where he was going to play, and then Schneider, or did he go in the after? And that's when I think he had the injury problems, which continued.
3: Schneider didn't help himself though because he went to Galatasaray for the money,
2: money.
3: instead of after, after Inter when he could have gone Man United and yeah he just True. he chose the money and I think he sat on the bench for about a year Inter or, or Galatasaray and one of them he sat on the bench for about a year basically sort of like an Ozil situation but not, not as extreme as that so he he could have done a bit more when he was in his prime
0: he was a nice footballer to watch though both
2: of yeah, though as well with Inter
3: Say again? Yeah, yeah, he won it. He he could have won Ballon d'Or that year. Like he he was superb that year.
2: He was. He was a brilliant player.
0: I just, don't, I personally, don't think he's he's not in my top ten. He just misses out. He had the out. least longevity, longevity
3: the probably, out of anyone on the list. Mm. I yeah. put Robin on fifth. I had him fifth as well. I mean, I I think there's my number six is better in his position, but he's a more defensive player. So I, yeah, I do prefer to put an attacker higher if I can.
1: It seems to have more of an effect on the game.
3: Yeah. So
1: are we agreement in Robin and fifth? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with
2: that. Alex. No. Yeah. Um, why not? The majority Jack,
1: agrees. Jack, as our football historical correspondent, can you explain who the number your number six is, please?
2: Yeah,
3: Johan Neeskens. Basically, he was in the '74 Dutch team with with Johan Cruyff, and a lot of people talk about Cruyff. Uh, and and not as many people talk about the second young but basically he was like the main midfield dynamo in in that side so he was really key to that total football yeah. um, because he could defend and he could attack I mean he's a proper like box to box player but you know he he did score quite a good amount of goals he was Um, the
0: first first box to box player I I thought yeah
3: and yeah, he won three European Cuts just like Cruyff at Ajax. And I think he went to Barcelona at the same time with Cruyff again. So they are sort of a and partnership, Ash. really. Um,
1: but
0: yeah, sort of the Ying
1: of... to Cruyff's Yang.
0: I mean. This guy was like a superstar. Yeah. He should he should have been a superstar. If you ever look at him, he had the long, kind of mullety hair, the short shorts, the El Descoppa Monday. I was like, you would. He just looked the part of the guy. He's like a proper. 70s footballer. He got scouted quite young for Ajax. Uh, who was the manager then?
3: I think it was thought... Renus Mickles, probably.
0: Yeah, and he, he was a right-back when he first started at Ajax. And then he, he got moved into centre-mid, like Jack said. And he played that box-to-box role. But the guy, he loved a, I don't know, Jack, you might know this, but he, he loved the diving header. Put him in YouTube. The guy just loved to do a diving header all the fucking time. But he, he was just a talented player. And like Jack said, he was overshadowed by the other players in his team. Obviously Johan Cruyff. No one really speaks about him. You know, no, he's... he
3: was generally in the in the seventies, he was the best midfielder in in world the Liga. I mean the league yeah, probably in the world. Like the seventies the Liga wasn't as strong, but he was yeah, he was quality. Um he could do he could do everything really. He had he had what was needed really to, to play in that total football team and without him the, the Dutch team wouldn't have been anywhere near as good because he was sort of the the man between getting the ball
0: yeah
3: from the but, back to the goal
0: and that's what I again I've, I've learned from this list total football and some of these players have set the precedent going forward for how players should play in these certain positions but like I mean
3: if you look at the strikers after like Van Basten, Van Persie, Burkamp. They were all a bit total football as well, weren't they? And yeah. That, yeah, that 70s team was where it started in Holland. Um, yeah, he. I think in the 74 World Cup, he was on the podium as like one of the three best players there. Mm. And I think he's been on the podium for the Ballon d'Or as well. So, you know, he did get some individual recognition, but probably not to the extremes that maybe he should have. Yeah, 100%. Um, I 100%. believe he was a pretty good free kick taker as well.
0: Not um, as good as one of my mine in the list, but we'll go on to him. Um so obviously Jack's explaining these skins. I had him at fourth, I believe. Jack, where did you have him? six. Tom?
1: Did you have him at all? I didn't know who he was, which is why I asked my historical correspondent.
0: Okay. Oh, explain point. who he was. I at had f- Van Persie at six. Okay.
2: Alex, did you have knee skins? I'm like Tom. I mean, I only knew knee skins through uh, Pro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I
0: always know. got him on Pro. Um, right? um,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Alex,
2: I, who's your number eight? Oh no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll oh, keep sorry, that in suspense. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I'm number six. I've gone for Ronald Koeman though. Um, like, if you see his goal-scoring record as a centre-half, I think he's got actually in history, he's one of the most like highest goal-scoring centre-halves guy. I think. So when he played for Groningen, he scored 34 goals in 90 appearances. When he played for Ajax, he got 23 in 94. PSV, 3 he got 51 in 98. Barcelona, he yeah. got 67 goals in 192 games. And then he you finished his career with 19 goals in 61 appearances for final. He also got 14 for Holland as well. So, I mean, all round, I think, yeah, I mean, you're not going to put Van Dijk over Koeman, are you? So,
3: no. kuhlman has been getting a lot of love recently because have you seen Ramos has got 100 goals for Madrid.
2: Chair, yeah no, no, all
3: Barcelona fans just saying yeah kuman has got like 250 or something yeah because yeah he's the ultimate he? goal scoring defender um, mm. I don't hate that idea but where did did you guys have kuman on the list I do him know 10 yeah I, I had 8 I had a 6 I had
0: a 6 if you look at him now he doesn't look like he was ever a footballer he's just like a fat bloke that, <laughs> that you <laughs> see down the park or something but um
3: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> He he was a solid player, like Alex said. That those goals, basically all free kicks, weren't they? But um, mm. yeah, he was a solid player. So I'm happy to have him there as well. If you lot are,
1: I'm happy to have him around the bottom three.
2: Bottom three. I mean, right? Awesome. We'd appreciate that, you know.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm a defensive mid now.
2: Oh yeah, oh, fucking am
1: that's one. Yeah, I not tall enough to be a centre-half. <laughs> I'm like four foot, fuck all. I can't be a no, centre-half. i
2: you're I don't, my... <laughs> I don't No, no, no. I don't.
0: Jordan
1: would no, be no, begging no, me no. to make Chelsea. <laughs> I'll
0: be sending the fucking receipt back if you turned up.
1: <laughs> there is no receipt. You get what you get. <laughs> I've got my money.
0: Okay, so where are we with this so far? Just so the listeners are keeping on track here. So, number so, one, we've obviously got... Johan Cory. Number two, we've got Van Maskin. Number three, mm-hmm. who did we go with? Was it Bergkamp? Bergkamp, Bergkamp. yeah. Number four, did we agree with it yeah. yeah. Number five? I and Robin. 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 Number That's six, so are we go? Are we happy with Kuman I don't mind hmm. Koeman or
3: Neeskins, to be honest.
0: Nor do I, to be fair. I mean, I'd Kuman number uh, six anyway. Nieskens has to be in the list, though, for me. I think
1: Coleman can be six because I've got him on the list, and so has Alex, and so is, has Jack
0: got him on the list.
1: Yeah, he was my eight. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Well, yeah, so I think Coleman so, deserves to be at six.
0: Can we have Neeskens at seven? I mean, I didn't even know who was. So, I mean,
1: yeah. I'm going to put him in the top 10. If he is going to be on the list, I'd say 10.
2: 10. Of oh. oh, Van der Sar. I
1: have Van der Sar higher. I
3: mean, I don't know if any of you have said this guy actually, but my number seven is Frank Rijkaard, who I think for me is probably the only one on this list that is the best in his position. I had him, but had, it's yeah. the, his position is defensive mid, so it's not it's not the most glamorous. Um, and you know, he was he was the third. Out of the three musketeers that went to Milan, but you know he was still a great player in his own right.
0: Yeah, and again, he's way, right. he's another
3: one. He can't play everywhere, but he could play defensive roles. He could play. Yeah, he could play in centre back if he wanted to.
0: Mm-hmm. I had him. I had a number seven. Obviously, he's famous for that '95 IX team, and he as well at AC Milan. But... He's
3: important to that IX team because they were very young. Yeah, and he gave he gave him a bit of experience, really, um, and yeah, yeah, I think that that really helped them. And yeah, he played a long he played for a long time. He fell out of some it? of these Dutch players.
0: He fell out. Oh, is Bassett. that
3: why he moved to Ajax?
0: Yeah, some some training ground spat or something. But he fell out of it. He moved to AC Milan, didn't he? Because of that, and then he went back to Ajax. Um, oh, right. But yeah, he, uh, he was a player. Like he was a solid, but he's aggressive. Sort but he was kind of stylish with it. that makes sense? Then, obviously, managerially, some would say he kind of set the foundations for Pep. Would you think? I think, so, think it was more yeah. of that, to be fair. Yeah, but he, he brought the likes of Ronaldinho in. Mm. Is that a yeah, thing I mean, they, <laughs> was a bit, they
3: were shit before he we came, weren't they? Yeah. Like, mm. With another Dutch manager, Louis van Gaal. Yeah. Louis,
1: Louis van Gaal! Louis van Gaal. Louis van Gaal is very anti-Ajax, which is pretty much how Barcelona play, yeah. if you think about it. because He managed more Ajax in the 95, so that's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't go well for him. It, well, he won the Champions <laughs> League, but he, his style was not what Ajax wanted, because it's in Dennis Bergkamp's book with the whole um, revolution and stuff that happened at Ajax between Cruyff and... Um, I think it was Louis van Gaal, because Louis van Gaal was very structured, get to the wings, quite
0: is that an A. A. A.
1: A. Not anti-total football. Whereas, Quote was more total football, which Ajax wanted, which is why it was more successful and given more freedom at
0: Ajax, I feel. No comment. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's fine. You, you, you're good. Um, Thank you. Okay, so you've got McComan number six, number seven. Obviously just mentioned Rikard. I had him at seven as well. I still have knee skins to put in, in the list. Um, he was number four for me.
3: I Jax. think knee skins not not making the top eight is mad. Is a mad. The thing is though, like do we have to do we have to talk about Van Persie? Because he's quite high up in Tom and Alex's list, isn't he? Or well, is I, I, Van Der Sar I, I, higher? He was number six for me.
1: Van All first. right. He's so f- higher, isn't he, for people? For me, yeah. I think just for club honours and as a goalkeeper, he was outstanding. Do you so, know what?
3: I really struggle with how to rate goalkeepers.
1: Because
3: I, I, I think last time I put Buffon not that high, did I? And, and we, he, he ended up about three or now Italian list.
0: Do you know what? How I see it, Jack, with goalkeepers, Buffon kind of set a standard. Same with Cassius. I know you say Van der Sar second to Schmeichel. I personally think Schmeichel and Czech set a standard. No, I don't. So I didn't say records. he was
3: second to Schmeichel. I said he was better than Schmeichel.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Czech well,
3: is yeah. Czechs. I'd probably rank it Czech. Uh, uh, Czech, Van der Sar, Schmeichel, Schumann probably is yeah. at
0: the top four. Well, my point, my point being was someone who sets for goalkeepers. I think it's just someone who sets those records, sets those standards. But I'm kind of in agreement with you, Jack. You can't really... Especially when you've got people like Nieskens in the team. I mean, Nieskens set a standard of playing football in a certain position in a in a team that was, you know, probably one of the best teams of all time. Yeah, I mean, in terms of club
3: but, honours, like Nieskens won what Van der Sar won. He, didn't he won, Van der
1: Sar get the clean sheet record in the Premier League as well, My I making it up? Uh,
3: he had some sort of record, yeah. It was... Or was it most minutes without conceding? Yeah,
1: and he was part of a great Man United team who had uh, come back after losing the Premier League and was. But they weren't, they weren't as
3: great coming as the 70s Ajax team. The 70s yeah. Ajax team was better if than they're not as great, any
1: Man United then, team. And if they're not as great and yet he's still keeping him clean sheets, he's got to be doing something.
0: No, nah, because he still have Village and Ferdinand.
1: And you need a great goalkeeper to be able to run that, that line as well. I think if you take if you take Van der Sar
3: out of Man United and you put in, say, a Kasper Michael level keeper...
0: They'd still win the rest of
3: I think they'd still win leagues. If
1: you took Nyskens out mm-hmm. and put in... I think they'd finish second. Because I think of the amount of great saves he made and the amount of times he was getting to... which seemed like certain goals against teams who could do them damage. I think he's actually won them quite a few points, which Kasper Schmeichel or Casper Schmeichel's standard keeper wouldn't. So that's my argument for you. He's got to be up there, surely because of how he gets t- his team points.
0: Like I think Man United. he's up there in the top 10. To be up there above Nieskens is a different story, I think, because, like we said, Nieskens was probably the one the ones that epitomizes total football. Again, a major thing, like you've alluded to as well, where Barcelona kind of taken on that kind of style over the years. It's, it's the imprint of what a footballer should be, and especially that, that role, that box-to-box role. Like I said, he could just be... I think he might have been the first one to really do that as a position. You know, stick can to that we,
1: Can we put van der Sar then at eight or nine, based on the fact that he is pretty much between ten and eight?
2: For you other guys, well, I've I've got him at ten. It's, I mean, like like I said, I mean, there's not, nothing to compare him to in Dutch football. I think I, I can't think of another keeper, Holland, have VAD that even comes close. It's
1: true. Yeah, uh, you had the best um, Is
0: Tischnegen? <laughs> yeah,
2: who would that? He's, He's German. Yeah, German. Yeah, James. So.
0: Uh Well, I'm going. Niskin's re- number seven, reluctantly, but.
2: I mean I mean, I put Schneider 4th Van Persie 5th and Iron Robin 7th so I mean fuck it <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Right We are going to have to talk about Van Persie I think
0: We'll do it in a set so let me just go 8, 9 and 10 this is what we've got to finish off with right What we have left then Van Persie Van der Sar uh, Rykard from yeah, my got...
2: list so that's Vils as well.
0: Vilks, yeah. yeah. Alex, is going about him as well. Um, Sadoff, Sadoff, Clyvert. Anyone else?
1: Mm, who else have I got? I got Van Nistelrooy at nine, but Van Nistelrooy. Okay. I don't. I feel Clyvert was better than Van Nistelrooy.
0: So I'll be happy to get rid of a couple of those. So Van Nistelrooy, personally, I um, don't think he'd even make top ten goal scorers in the Premier League.
3: I I think um, yeah, Van Nistelrooy. And Cliver and David's Cliver is actually like the third top goal, Dutch goal scorer. And he
1: yeah, didn't play he as is many is. games.
3: Yeah, I mean I was in minor mentions, but I think it's gotta be ones now where they're in two people's list.
0: You know earlier when I said number ten should have been replaced, my Jim Floyd Hasselbank should have been replaced by Cliver Munch. Okay. Right, fair enough. Um yeah, I think he was a great player and like Tom said, he was up there with the goal scorers. With less games. Um, and, I don't know, growing up, he, he was a figure that I remember a lot in football. Yeah. And he did did well in Barcelona as well. He's done it at the top level. But some of the names that I've still got left, I don't know whether I, I can have him in the top 10. And Alex might just drop drop a bombshell on us in a second. Go on. Tell us about this guy.
2: Right. Well, <laughs> um, basically, now this guy he's, um it was actually Rijkaard who actually broke his goal-scoring record for Holland. So Vaz Filks, he played in the um, in the 40s to the 50s. He actually, his goal-scoring record, he's got 35 goals in 38 games for Holland. But the most amazing fact about this was that, for some reason, I don't actually know, I mean, maybe if we've got any Dutch listeners, they can let us know. From 1949 to 1955, he was banned from playing for Holland because, for some reason, the KNVB wouldn't allow professional players to play for them internationally. It all goes back to 1908, where... For some reason, Holland really objected to football becoming a professional sport. I mean, for his goal-scoring record of 35 goals in 38 games to only be beaten by Clive in the 90s, I mean, it goes to show. Um, from what I do research, I mean, he's speculated or regarded as one of Holland's best ever players that they've ever produced. But purely and simply because he wasn't allowed to play football, you never saw how good this guy was. So we're talking obviously about Van Persie and Kluivert breaking out most goals, but I'm sure this guy probably would have got Way more goals had he actually had a full international career, and as well you have got to remember. I mean, his youth career was from 1940 to 1945, so he actually played for Rotterdam during the war. <laughs> it was different. I
1: mean, I'll give you as that. Well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll give you that. I just didn't expect you to be our new historical correspondent. there bringing out forties and the footballers. Well, I respect well, that. Um, bit of googling. <laughs> oh, good old Google. Don't admit to that. I've I, I, I still think though that because he's only the one mentioned by you, if we're going by the rule of Clive not going on, who did beat Wilkes' goal-scoring record, then I don't feel he can be on the list either. It's oh, phenomenal. Yeah. He,
2: only, he only played 38 games. He scored 35 5 goals. That, uh, average of 0.92 goals per game. But yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's so easy when a team you're
1: playing against is post-World War II so there was definitely a lot of less people
2: playing as well. Well, you you've got to remember 1949 he went into Milan. He scored 47 goals in 95 games for Inter Milan. That's quite good. Got oh, he at Valencia as well. 38 goals in 62 games. Not bad. So not, totally he got yet. 221 goals in 454 games. Logically you turn around and say he would have got more than 35 goals like probably way more. You're probably talking about what 50 or maybe even more. So he'd still, to this day, be the top goalscorer in Dutch history,
1: unless of course injury came in and he got injured, like
2: Ronaldo. That's what I'm saying. This guy, this guy was playing football in a war. I mean, I, I doubt he would be like he'd be hard as fucking nails. Do you know what I
0: mean? Mind bombs on the on the pitch and stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's a tough, one. It's a tough one because I
3: don't, I don't know. Nothing. Did he? Do you know if he played in a World Cup or a European Championship or something like that?
2: No, because obviously from 1940... Oh, yeah, from 38 to 50, basketball.
3: there wasn't one, was there?
2: Not allowed to play. Yeah.
3: Because he was professional. Yeah. So, so he was almost too good for the list.
0: Well, either that or he was just someone who made up. Uh, who's there to keep his records, then, if he wasn't
2: internationally... Well, isn't it. I mean, it's, it's like Stanley Matthews, isn't it? If you go to like, people nowadays, these, say Stanley Matthews, they're like, who the fuck's that? <laughs> no, what I meant was like... Yeah, you don't know who that is. No, no that's what I'm saying. Off. I mean, that, that's to us, is it? I mean, we're we're so Dutch guy. That's probably like that, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> like you don't know they're... who Vils is.
0: That's Vils. Okay, that's something to consider. I mean, we to have a bit of nostalgia, proper nostalgia in this. Well, that's yeah. it if
2: you're going to put Clive or Van Persie in, then there's a top yeah. ten, Then you, you can't discount this guy, can you?
3: I agree. No, I agree with that. If you're going to put Clive or Van um, Persie, in, you've got to
2: put Wilkes in,
0: but I would, I wouldn't put any of them in. No. Nah. Can we talk also about
2: player To play abroad.
0: Okay. It was what the first player to play abroad.
2: Ah, the fourth. Oh. Fourth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a record? <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're going to 5 having it. So yeah. had, isn't it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um. Okay. Stadler. This took oh, talk
2: him, Davids, Rijkaard, they're all the same to me. Like, <laughs> and like I said, Davids is the one that sticks out purely simply because he's got goggles on. <laughs> yeah,
1: but Seydorf was doing that around Madrid back in like the mid-90s. He's won at Ajax. He was in massively good AC Milan side that seemed unbeatable and he was there for Yonks and he's been playing for Yonks. I think he turned up to a charity game and he was 40. Hard. And he was playing like he was 20, like just bossing all these OAPs around. Like he was making Rooney look shit at 40. I think Sedorf should be in the list. He was my 10.
2: That means couldn't see. He, he played football and he couldn't see. <laughs> I think well, we're discounting Why did you put a
1: blind person in there? Well,
2: that's what I'm saying. He was that good for blind football. He played professional football.
1: He wasn't actually blind. Like he wasn't fully blind where he needed a walking like a little white stick to get him around the pitch. If he'd done that,
2: he'd be number one.
1: If he'd done it, he'll be number one.
2: Like It's like robbing with one foot. It's like a circus, isn't it? <laughs> I've met a good actually.
1: Have you? Ever? Yeah. Get a bit um,
3: quiet. Dennis Burkham's testimonial. Oh, I went yeah, for yeah. the old I went for the old handshake. And then I pulled it away, you know, like that little Chelsea mascot did to Gerard, Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing to Davids because he was at Tottenham at the time. Did he was playing it? for Ajax on the testimonial.
0: What did he do? need uh,
3: pins. He, <laughs> he, he was angry. He probably didn't see
1: it. <laughs> 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 it's <for fuck's> sake. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: got zero zero vision.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's not
0: that bad, like. <laughs> Well, to be fair, like if if he wasn't really blind, then I think he should be number one. But oh, yeah,
1: that's what I was saying like, if he was actually properly blind, then one that he could he see, see. Madness. he could see.
0: Right, Sadov then for me doesn't go above Rykard, and he oh. only got eight, nine, 10 the... No, didn't not, not not for me points. either. Um,
3: mm, they're about the same, I think. Sadov just mm. won it in different clubs. That's all
1: he
3: both done it at Real for... Madrid as well. Yeah, Rykard did it. They both played for Milan and um, Ajax. But yeah, Sadov did it at Real Madrid as well, didn't he? They? Mm. Yeah, yeah they're, they're about the same.
2: Remember Jordan, who was manager of Barcelona on that fateful day with Drogba. It was Rykard, wasn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, so you don't want, you don't want to give Rykard the honour, do you? That's a good point, actually. <laughs> I think we've got him, Alex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alex you, you pulled one out there well done Sadoff <laughs> so was is is
1: going in instead of Sadoff <laughs> instead of right guard I'm happy with that
2: oh, I'll put David's man David's instead of uh, Sadoff.
1: Mm,
2: no I don't think he won as much he played for Barnet
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he was terrible at Barnet
2: <laughs> like, thing, do you know what I mean I mean it's class of the guy do you know what I mean he wasn't contentious. Was, he, was know?
1: he was he was trying hard and he was trying to get into management and whatnot and do it the hard way. He was at Greenwich Borough before he went to uh, Barnet. Do you remember, Jordan, when you used to get the messages about the guy trying to get us into the under 23s or something? Yeah. He was there, and like literally, just we said no. The next season, Edgar David was there as first team manager, and then he went from there to Barnet.
0: I would have subbed him easily. <laughs> He's blind at the end of the day. Um
1: Listen,
0: mate. <laughs> uh, the, okay. I Still, think Rykard, even though he was manager against Chelsea that night. I think Rykard is better than Sadoff. Um, but if the majority is Sadoff, I know well, it's not, is it? One's got Davids, one's got Sadoff, one well, two's got Rykard. I've got Rykard, Rykard, Rykard,
2: seven, Rykard, so. Rykard. Well, yeah, majority rules, isn't it? I think of two. Ah, okay,
0: Rykard at where eight, so number nine. In ten, so we still haven't got Van der Sar in. Van
1: der Sar needs to be in.
0: I'm happy to put Van der Sar in nine.
2: I've I've got Van der Sar ten. Because I mean, you got you got to put Veltz in in the top nine. Like,
1: can't <laughs>
2: oh, <something laughs> <like that>. be <laughs> the last then.
1: Nine. <laughs> so we're we putting Van der Sar in. <laughs> I
0: think nine, just to piss Alex off. <laughs> no, but look, all that his
2: history research he's done. Like I said, I mean Van der has got nothing. You got nothing to compare him to.
1: I tell you what, because of your presentation that you put on for us and how interesting it was,
2: it, think, it's,
1: yes, Wilks at number
2: nine. Even get the pronunciation of his name. I, I don't know if I butchered that or not. Do you know what I mean? You got like like the yeah. How do you spread it? Yeah, like, it? Wilks. Even though it's W, it's not Wilks, is it? It's Wilks. W
1: I L. Is it K S or C H S?
2: No. W I L K S.
0: Cool. I think, I think right, lads, somehow we've got a final ten.
1: And no Van we didn't even talk about Van Persie to be fair.
2: Well he's just a shit version of Vilks, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: true. That is true. It's spot on. That's gotta be the line of a team chat in it. Van Persie's just a shit version of Vilks.
0: <laughs> Coming out soon, people. Um Mate. right, I'm gonna go through Oh, final 10 and yeah what a mad one right
1: you know what I think the top 5 it seems quite predictable and then from 6 downwards it goes a bit mad
0: oh, yeah it's it's all over the place but w- look this is what happens it's a it's a fireworks night we've had a lot of crackers on this one uh, van der Sar, number 10 number 9 Alex Vilks number 8 Rykard. number 7 Niskins, number 6 Ronald Koeman number 5 Arjun Robin. Number four, Rude Hoodit. Number three, Bergkamp. Number two, Van Basten. And number one, of course, is Johan Cruyff.
1: What a banger that was.
0: That top four, five even. No, the whole list is still beautiful. Me, personally, I'm not happy with the whole list. But... (laughs) (laughs) But, I'm not happy with the list (laughs) either. (laughs) You're just
1: mad Hasselbeck's not on there.
0: That's the main thing. That's the main reason. <laughs> but this is what happens when you got four lads, four different opinions. You're gonna get a list There's like this. So much talent as well. And this is why we call for the love of lists. We all love lists. Ask Alex. Alex, do you like lists?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I love them.
0: <laughs> but I think Jack picked up it earlier on. I've learned a lot from this. Just doing the research in this and, you know, talking about it, from what I've taken away, Dutch football, especially that 70s team, was instrumental to the way football is now. I think... A lot of Dutch players nowadays and back then in the 90s and the 80s or whatever followed what that 70s, those 70s players did. So a lot of them just ended up at AC Milan, Barcelona or Real Madrid. For some reason, Dutch football is not the same anymore.
2: Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank.
1: Honestly, I haven't a clue why it's not the same. Possibly because they get taken away too young nowadays. They've so. lost. Their,
0: they've lost their identity, and I think the only, the only saving grace of recent times is that IX team that got to the semi-finals a couple of years back. A lot of them came from the you know the academy. You got the Dutch talent, De lit Van der Beek, who's picked the wrong choice by going to Man United. Uh, who's that guy? De Jong, who went to Barcelona. who probably played De Jong? Yeah, Depay potentially. There's a kind of foundation there at the moment again. But whether we'll see them do well in a World Cup or Euros, I don't know.
1: It's going to be a while before we see a great Dutch team like the late 90s. Yeah,
3: I, I mean, they did do it in, the was it the Nations League? Didn't they get to the final in that or something?
1: Yeah. Yeah. the Nations League, though.
3: Yeah, yeah. But they've got, I mean, they've got good spine, but they haven't really got much
0: else have that at the minute. No. Nah. It's nah. not what it was. There's one national team that I don't mind is uh, the Dutch. I think they. everyone
3: does, really, don't they? Except yeah. the Germans. Everyone really likes them.
0: Yeah, quite a classy nation. Uh, let's wrap that up. Jack, what have we got next week?
3: Next week, we will be discussing the top five all-time club captains.
0: Cool, you know my number one is going to be already. Ooh. Yeah,
1: Ferdinand.
0: No chance. No chance. <laughs>
2: he's, he's nowhere near my number one, mate.
0: Dick and Rice count.
2: <laughs> actually I can put three in <laughs> I'm having three in my top five. <laughs> you need two more and, uh, I've got the best set
0: in the raft mate anyway so. well, keep it quiet let me think about it right people thank you for listening make sure you tune in next time follow us on all social media FTL podcast make sure you leave us a five star rating Apple podcast refer us to whoever you want and keep it FT FTLog
3: see you next week for another for the love of list segment Remember to follow our Twitter at FTLowPodcast and to like, comment and subscribe.